1: Is Kevin Garnett. He joins us on the AT&T Hotline. KG, Mutt and Lou, thanks for
3: joining us again. Hey, what up, y'all? How y'all doing this morning? You are
1: pretty fired up after that game last night.
3: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little was... bit. I didn't think I started the game with much energy. And um, through the course of the game and great conversation and <clears throat> a couple of texts and stuff like that, it sort of got me going a little bit, so it was good.
0: It seems like you're a little bit fired up. People talking about the motivation for you, maybe – You've heard a few interviews. Listen, I, Mutt's got great hair. i got great hair. I know you're talking about all the reporters' hair afterwards, but is that is that, that big of a deal for you, motivating hearing people say that you are getting older?
3: Well, it's, I mean, it's reality. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not something like they're just making it up. Um, but they put it in terms of which I'm depleting or, you know, less than. And, you know, you know I have problems with that because I do take a lot of pride in what I do. Um, I work really hard at it. Um, you just don't wake up and step on the floor and, be something you know you actually have to put in time and um you know it takes a lot of or valid effort you know i watch a lot of film you know i'm a student of the game and i don't know i guess because people don't know the preparation that i you know get bothered about but you never hear me talk about it you never hear me you know uh, bitch com- complain you know it's not it's not my it's not my makeup at least i don't try to um but more importantly you know it, it is a motivating fact i will I, I will say that
1: how about physically, uh, Kevin? I mean, for, to us, we talked about this earlier, you look as, as good as you've looked in terms of being able to get up and down the court and run and jump. You look like you feel pretty good. Is that a fair assessment of how you feel right now with about a month to go? Well,
3: that, 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 would, be, that would be one of probably the most false assessments. I'm glad I look like that. Um, if you saw what <laughs> I had to do to get ready for a game. <laughs> if you asked a certain uh, medical staff on what I got to do to get ready for a game, it would totally be a different assessment. Um, no different from anybody else in this league, you know, who's playing plus minutes and playing durations and plus, plus games, back-to-backs, you know, four and five nights and that such. Um, I have ailments and things that, you know, prohibit me. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I'm a worker, man. I'm a grinder. And, uh, you know, what, what I lack thereof in physical form, and I like to think that I'm strong enough to uh, cover the mental and uh, through the things that I've learned in the game. Uh, be cerebral. So, you know, uh, the combination works.
0: You guys have played some real good basketball since the break, and one of the big moves was moving you to that five. Uh, how has that been for you? Has is, it is, is just been at that easy, that simple, you going to that position? Kind of your game has been elevated
3: since then? I hate that position, to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you've always wanted to be a four. You never want to be considered I, a I seven it. footer, five, for
3: that matter. Listen, man, five, you have to have a lot more meat on your bones. You do a lot more banging. There's a lot more physical presence. It's harder in your body. Um, you know you're the last of defense, so you know you have to block shots a lot more. You're, you're, you know, I'm a talker anyway. You know, I always like to, you know, be on the floor talking. Didn't know that, but you know fours um, are probably more um, for my makeup. You mm-hmm. know, I tend to think that I'm a bit of agile, um, and that I have the ability or cannon ability to uh, guard the ball off the dribble. And uh, you know these days it's like you know playing in cement blocks. You're, you're bumping and you're. You know, it's a pounding on your body and, you know, and nights where, you know, some nights I feel like I've been holding up a wall playing some of these fives in this league. So, you know, but anything Dodd Rivers want, man, I run through a wall for that guy. You know, he, 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 um, he's a player coach. He's definitely the reason that I'm able to be in the position that I'm in or even looking like I'm half decent in this league. You know, he cares about players' bodies and time off and, you know, all those things are important, man, um, i go through a wall for that dude. If That dude, you know, told me to, no, I'm not even going to say that. But if he, he asked me something that was drastic, I would obviously you know, go into it thinking that he would never tell me something wrong. But um, I hate playing the five, to be honest.
1: Well, and that, that leads to the question, how long of a convincing job did Doc have to do here, KG? Because still, you still, the media asked you what position you play. You said a week ago, I'm still a four. Does this take a while for, for Doc to convince you to play in that spot?
3: Well, in Doc Rivers' system, and, you know, it's much like Cuba. It's not a lot of <clears> – <throat> you don't really have a lot of say,
2: you know. Um,
3: <laughs> and it's the Doc River show, and if you don't like it, then, you know, you find another show to, you know, be a part of. I understood that from day one that I got here, and I never had a problem with it. Um, so if he needs me to play the five, although it's, you know, my dislike and things that I don't like, but, you know, I, like I said, I'll do anything for him. Um, Uh, He asked me to play the five, and he thought it'd be better for our team. So, that's what it was.
0: You know, before the season started, as early on in the season, a lot of people speculating. You haven't really addressed it. You know, you go day to day; you don't think about the future. But has your opinion changed about you and your future? And and given the way you've played here down the stretch, and your versatility now playing four, even though you don't play like playing five, it's still been there.
3: Um, Just when it comes to the when when it comes to the game. You know, I just want to always make sure that I'm given an edge or I'm, I'm able to produce. Um, yeah, given, you know, I'm getting older, but, you know, I take, care of, I take care of myself better than, you know, most 35, 36-year-olds. I don't see any other 35, 36-year-olds in this league doing and playing the minutes um, and, you know, kind of impacting the game. Um, but I take my craft really seriously. I don't think that people really understand or, you know, um, my peers understand that. Um so I take a lot of pride in that. It's just like you guys come in, y'all prepare for y'all show. You know, it's the reason why you all have the best show in the world because of the preparation of what y'all put into it. I'm no different from that. You know, your craft is everything. And um I'm very serious about mine. Um preference wise, um, you know, you never <laughs> I never wanna be looking I never wanna look old. I never wanna come out and look like, man, what is he still doing out here? And I'm imperfect and I'm human, and some nights I do look like that. But from working hard and, like I said, giving my team an edge, um, I want to make sure that I'm still being productive. So, you know, if it comes down to preference and me playing the four or five, I've been playing the four for a long time, more probably a decade to where I've understood it. I know pretty much the makeup of the four now. You know, the four has changed since I've been in the league. You know, it was once a back down kind of, you know, enforcer guy. Now it's turned into a more agile and more. No, um, no, being more uh, flexible and durable.
2: Um, but, you know,
3: my preference will always be the four just because of, you know, my makeup and, you know, I don't have a lot of meat on my bones, as we see in the South. <laughs> mm. And um, so, but like I said, whatever Doc Rivers needs me to do and he feels what's best for our team, I'm, I'm always roll with it.
0: Given your free agent end of the year and how highly you think of Doc Rivers, how much of that playing a role of, of, of possibly coming back here to Boston next year?
3: It plays no it plays no part I love doc um, if I was to come back uh, next year um, it would be probably for doc um, I don't want to limit my options or none of that but I don't know what I'm going to do next year I know our team has changed I know a lot of the guys in which I've came um, when I came here have are not even here anymore so that you know that sense of family has been depleted a bit but um I'll sit and make my decision when you know and figure out what I'm going to do
2: Um,
3: this league is not easy, man. Coming in here, playing these young guys who are, who are you know, our future stars and potential stars, um, it's not easy, man. You know To come out here and play plus minutes in this game and be effective is very hard. Um, you know, the mental part of this is even more hard um, to travel. You know, I don't have to go through the list of things that are difficult in which I've been able to survive, but I never wanted to be pieced around. I never wanted to be treated like a pawn. Or peace on the board, you know. Um, loyalty in this game has been depleted on both sides. Uh, the business of this league is is is, is terrible for players. Um, you know, it's 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 all over the place, and um, I have to choose and make a decision to whether I want to be a part of the future of that. And um, you know, I wish players would take more of a stand in our league and understand that you know it's a players' league, and um, you know, be be more effective and more affirmative in that in that position. But, you know, I'm getting older. Um, you know, they tend to not respect you as much when you're older and, you know, tend to uh, put you on the back burner for what you can't do versus what you used to be able to do. And um, I never want to leave the game on a low note or things to where I see it as less than. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I have some decisions to make, but you know what? If I had to end today, man, I've I've enjoyed my ride. I've I've enjoyed playing the game and being competitive and playing against all the greatest talents in the world when it comes to the game of basketball, Um, and I think the game of basketball itself. So um, I have some some, some decisions to make. But other than that, man, I'm having a good time. You know, I'm trying to enjoy the guys that surround me, this team, Um, and uh, hopefully, you know, going into the playoffs, put some things together and make something happen.
1: Speaking of enjoyment, do you enjoy it more when you go up against uh, a guy like Al Jefferson, who is considered a a younger uh, up and comer in the league? It seemed like you go you were into that matchup last night, Kevin.
3: I'm into every matchup. I don't. One thing I never do. I never disrespect a, a player, especially a starter, especially a person on the roster, especially a person in the rotation. Um, you know, I think that you know how you see your opponent is really how you how you address the game. I respect the game so much that. I would never in a million years disrespect a player. To put a player on the same level, if not compare them to, I don't do those things. Players um, haven't played long enough to be compared to or be in the same conversation. Um, plus, I watch players and I watch how they go. I watch how they play every night, you know, especially when I'm getting ready to play against them or, um, you know, when I'm when I'm studying them for matchups and things of that such. When I know I'm getting ready to play guys. I watch how guys play. I watch how they, you know, are one-sided on the ball, how they play just offense. Some players don't play hard every night. Some players play extremely hard every night. Some players bring it every night. Some players pick and choose. You know, some players are just offensive guys. Some players, you know, it's not a lot of Ben Wallace and defensive guys out here. Um, I'm, watching the, I'm watching the floor of the game. I'm watching how the game is being called these days. So a lot of things have changed. So <clears throat> when I'm when I'm when I'm when I'm assessing the game and getting ready for an opponent, I um I take all these things into account, you know. And you know, when I when I watched that, I, I was a great post player, but you know, it's not in the same conversation.
0: I know you've seen a little bit of Austin Rivers. You know, Doc's kid's been around. You practiced a little bit. Declared for the NBA draft. I'm curious how you think that would work out. If someone like Doc Rivers were to coach his son, how difficult would that be? You think the dynamic of that of having a, you you playing with Doc Rivers' kid.
3: I will assess it from this guys. Um, Doc is one well Doc is probably the best coach um, that I've had and um, Flip Saunders was a really good coach. I like to think that my high school coach was a very good coach in teaching me um, the game. you know those are some of the fundamentals that I still use to this day that gave me the ability to uh, make the jump from high school to, uh, <clears throat> to the pros um, or to the NBA. Um, but when I say Doc Rivers has probably been the best coach for me, because not only does he stimulate you, but he's he's a very difficult coach to play for. Um, having said all that, um, he is one of the best motivators. Um, you know, he pushes you. He's definitely going to uh, challenge you, and um, in all in, in all those things that make up a great coach. And um, he knows the game. He knows his X's and O's. He knows how to put players in valuable and uh, successful positions to be, you know, successful. Um, Having said all that, he's not my father. You know, I I, I don't know what that's like, and I can only imagine how hard he is on his players, um, how he is with his own kids. Now, I will say this about Austin Rivers. Um, I've grown to respect, and, you know, every man as a man, first off. Um, The next level of respect with me is how hard a guy works, and if he really loves it or whatever he's into or his craft, how he looks at it and how he goes about it. When I first met Doc's kids, Doc has like 50 kids. Um, <laughs> I met the first five <laughs> four. <laughs> he has a beautiful daughter. He has Jeremiah. He has Lil Spence, who is like Jerry Maguire. And then it was Austin. He doesn't really talk a lot, and he had his ball with him. He had a book bag on. i never forget this. He had a book bag on. He had a ball with him, and he was just dribbling the ball. You know he was he was carrying his ball when he spoke to people, who shook their hand. He put the ball in one hand and shook it with the right. And I looked at him and I saw myself, and I was like, you know what, this kid loves he loves it. <laughs> it is it's in him. It is in him. You see it you see it in his eyes. You know he's really soft spoken. It's to himself. And uh, I always said that that kid was going to be something special out of all of them, not discounting any of his other kids. And um, this kid I just I just see the fight and the fire in this in his eyes, man. Uh, this kid is gonna be one of the he's gonna be one of the best to go down to play our game. He's uh you know, he's he's you, you can just tell man. I c I can't put in sorry, I can't put into words to what I'm actually visualizing, but when you look in his face, when you see him work out, when you see him in the gym, he's one of them gym rats that gets lost in the in, in the in the story, as we all say, being in the rain, playing at the playground, you know, getting somebody to shine the lights on the court, and you pitching yourself, hitting that last shot, or somebody in front of you, you working. That's what kind of kid he reminds me. He reminds me of a kid from the gutter, from from, from the from the ghetto, from, from from places that he, you know, you don't really have. Um, I've always said that if he ever joined the seeds that would probably be one of the dopest things to ever happen because I think he, he is coachable. I think he has, you know, the knacks and he knows his father. And uh, that relationship counts into, you know, so many parts of it now. Because it of maturity with that, with being able to say, you know, sometimes you don't think your coach is right, <laughs> you know, agreeing on something, playing defense, and then him, you know, obviously Doc being Doc. So I think that if he joined the season, it would be a great thing. But, you know, it would be a certain responsibility that comes with that too.
1: Kevin, no, you got about a month to go here in the season. appreciate uh, your gracious time here today, and we'll talk to you down the road.
3: You guys take it easy. Keep rocking, man. That <laughs> is Kevin G-G. Garnett, the Boston Oof.
1: Celtics. He joins us here on the AT&T Hotline. It's AT&T 4G LTE with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G AT&T Rethink Possible. They hmm. always say are a little bit of a sentimental Kevin Garnett in that conversation?
0: Yeah, we've had him on a few times. I-, I could really listen to him talk. Hours. Really? Hours. Because he's such an interesting cat. You know what I, I mean? I feel like you
1: barely scratch the surface in terms of where you, you, you're constrained by the time you have. I can't imagine, as a, a reporter on this team, the stuff you get to talk with Garnett about
0: when it comes to basketball because he is so passionate about that. I got games. a feeling like the, the conversation would go beyond basketball and talk more about life with KG. You know, and just the way he talks, I think it goes so much deeper than basketball. But yeah, he's just somebody you can listen to all day. Uh, we're way backed up. We'll get a break. We'll come back. We'll get you set for the big show Uh, Don't
1: forget Josh Beck at 235 with Glenn and Michael.